Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXP and today is the 12th of December 2023 and unfortunately guys the price of Bitcoin has actually gone down and even the global cryptocurrency market has gone down and in today's episode I'll go ahead and give my reasoning as to why 12th of December is one of the reasons why the price of Bitcoin on the global cryptocurrency market has actually gone down because tomorrow guys there is an absolutely massive news and that is the FOMC meeting and could it be possible after the FOMC meeting is out the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies would be heading towards the moon. We'll just have to wait and see how that narrative plays. So in today's episode, I'll definitely go and discuss what the impact of FOMC meeting is. But before that, guys, we are going to be discussing some really massive news. And that is the possibility of the end of the biggest exchange in the world. That is Binance. And unfortunately, guys, things are definitely not looking good for Binance. And the former head of the Internet Enforcement of the US Security and Exchange Commission has definitely given some stark warning so we'll definitely go ahead and discuss what that news is all about and also guys if you look at the trading volume in binance exchange it is definitely not looking good and one of the biggest projects that is binance BUSD is officially shutting down by the end of this year so could it be possible that binance the biggest exchange in the world is set to end its operation we'll just have to wait and see and to be honest guys that would be an absolutely massive blow not just for the cryptocurrency world but for the finance world as well so we'll definitely go and discuss that now guys listen china has always had love hate relationship with cryptocurrencies and blockchain now regarding blockchain surprisingly we do have some update and looks like the communist country is using blockchain technology to verify 1.4 billion people using blockchain technology i really am not sure guys if that thing would actually work in an open blockchain but in a permission blockchain most likely there is a high possibility but we'll definitely go and discuss China's role to verify 1.4 billion people using blockchain technology. Look guys, if you're following US politics, one of the US presidential candidates, Collis Nikki Haley, is also advocating for people to get verified before using social media. So we'll definitely go and discuss the impact of verification, particularly in the world of social media. Definitely really, really crucial rule. And to be honest, guys, it's going to be really interesting to see if using zero-knowledge proof with blockchain technology does provide a way to offer privacy, but at the same time also know the user's identification. We'll definitely go ahead and touch base on that. And guys, we also have some massive update, and that is from a country which decided to make Bitcoin a legal tender, and looks like now they're launching the world's first Bitcoin bond as well. So we'll definitely go and discuss that. So essentially, guys, the news is El Salvador is actually launching world's first bitcoin bond which is definitely going to be launched by 2024 so we'll definitely go ahead and discuss that so quite a lot to cover guys in today's episode and like we do in every crypto and coffee day podcast i'm going to be discussing two news from dubai uae and the middle east and the first news guys is all the way from Abu Dhabi, and it is more of an article which is written by bloomberg so in today's episode i'll definitely go and discuss what the article is all about and the article actually talks about Abu Dhabi is becoming more attractive to cryptocurrency industry so we'll definitely go on and touch base on that and guys the second news after a very long time has to do with metaverse and the news essentially is that zapato is an operator that is planning to support ue's metaverse businesses in the media accelerator zone so i'll definitely go on and touch base on that so quite a lot of cover guys in today's episode so let's kick start with it right away welcome to the crypto and coffee at eight the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. 
we'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto & Coffee & Tate has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee Day, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community, coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the Blockchain DXB journey. Firstly, Advanced Media. Advanced Media Cars is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and Manor region. With over two decades of experience, Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as Zeiss, DGI, Hasselblad, Red & Road. As a matter of fact guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well. And Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing guys, they're taking corporate social responsibility very seriously. And they're focusing on three Ps, that is people, planet and prosperity. Now listen guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv and here's the beautiful thing guys, they also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community and in doing so guys, they also have an AMT scholarship with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE so definitely check it out. And also guys, Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing and hosting training workshops, seminars and community events that educate, inform and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen guys, do one thing if you do want to support this channel, go to the website that is www.amt.tv and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. 
Next, Spartan Race, the world's premier obstacle course racing company, returns to the land of Gazelle at Al Wadba in Abu Dhabi, and this time Gaza is going to be the third year where the World Championship event is taking place in the Middle East. And Spartan Gaza is a global fitness brand with a 10 million strong community, and they create transformational events, experiences, product, and content to help people companies and teams tear down boundaries and expand what they believe to be possible from day one nearly two decades ago they've been champions of human transformation and they help people get outside and eat healthy and develop habits that lead to a life of constant progress and with a family of brands they push people from every corner of the globe outside the comfort zones and immerse them in the world of top fitness and elite sport and they do this guys because when you can face and overcome adversity head-on your potential is limitless and guys the Spartan World Championship takes place between the 8th till the 10th of December where thousands of athletes and spectators will gather at the metropolis in the desert to compete for Spartan immortality. This is a unique opportunity to watch the world's best obstacle course race athletes compete for world championship and have your group conquer these obstacles themselves. Now listen guys, there are three events taking place and this time there is also a 3k world championship event which is an invite only. There is Spartan Beast which is a 21k world championship event so you definitely need to check it out and look us if you do want to take part in it there is open heat as well where you have 5k which is a sprint event that takes place at night at 5 30 pm with headlights on imagine gosh doing this obstacle course race with your headlamp on in the middle of the desert it's going to be absolutely wild and beautiful isn't it and guys listen you can also do a trifecta event that is another 5k event called a sprint, a 10k event called a super and beast 21 kilometers. So for further information guys, look in the show notes below and hopefully I get to see you there. Next. Startup OA is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in metaverse and to grab their insights now listen all you have to do is download the app startup OI. if you're using an android version go to google store and app store for ios devices alternatively you can also click on the show notes below to download startup OI. next guys listen if you're into fitness if you're into adventure if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check there is a new podcast in town a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the middle east the podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge, and also the Government Gulf Games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race in the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen, guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing. Go to Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally, guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where 
Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. In today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now as of today guys, the global cryptocurrency market is at $1.58 trillion. And just last week guys, I was discussing if there is a possibility of the global cryptocurrency market to actually cross the $2 trillion mark. Unfortunately, the cryptocurrency world is absolutely wild, isn't it? And the global cryptocurrency market has gone down and so has the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Now, as of now, it is at $1.58 trillion. But since the last 24 hours, it is marginally up by 0.08%. The total cryptocurrency market volume, though, since the last 24 hours is at $79.4 billion. And since the last 24 hours, it is up by 12.70%. And to be honest, guys, one trend which I've been observing particularly since the last three weeks is the volume has definitely increased and it's needless to say it is only because of the speculation and the anticipation of Bitcoin's 40 ETF isn't it. So it's going to be really interesting to see as and when we get some update regarding Bitcoin's 40 ETF. Now guys let's quickly run through the volume in DeFi because since the last 24 hours guys the volume in DeFi is definitely looking good in comparison to the first nine months of this year and as of today it is at 9.73 billion dollars and DeFi guys is accounting for 12.25% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume and the total value locked in the last quarter of this year is definitely staying above the 50 billion dollar mark and as of today it is at 50.86 billion dollars and Lido is still dominating so far so total value locked is concerned at 20.62 billion dollars and guys one of the key metrics that we need to keep an eye on is decentralized to centralized exchange dominance and as of today 12th of December it is at 23.99%. Now guys, let's quickly run through the volume of decentralized exchange because Uniswap's volume guys has crossed the $2 billion mark and as of today, it is at $2.17 billion. I'm really curious to check what this number would be tomorrow. Now, apart from the FOMC meeting that's going to be announced tomorrow, usually what I've noticed is on Wednesdays, the volume of Uniswap definitely pumps up by well over 25%. On certain cases, even 50%. So I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest, if tomorrow the volume of Uniswap does actually cross the $3 billion mark. That is $1 billion more. But we'll just have to wait and see how the narrative of decentralized exchange plays out on Wednesdays. I really don't understand, guys, why the volume picks up pace on Wednesdays. Now, the number second so far as decentralized exchange is concerned is PancakeSwap. And its volume is $679.26 million. The number third is Trader Joe at $398.62 million. Core Finance Guys is at number fourth at $330.01 million. And Orcard number fifth at $322.4 million. Now, guys, let's quickly run through the volume of stable coins. It is at $73.31 billion. And stable coins is accounting for 92.33% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. And out of the $73.31 billion, Tether USDT is accounting for $59.79 billion. Circle USDC is accounting for $7.51 billion. And Binance BUSD, guys, at $743 million. Now, look, guys, 
if you were to look at the decentralized exchange volume, if you were to compare it to the volume of stable coins, and then if you were to compare it with the 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin and Ethereum, looks like a lot of stable coins has been used in decentralized exchange in order to go out and buy and sell Bitcoin since the last 24 hours. Because if you look at the 24-hour trading volume, guys, Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume is $31.9 billion, whereas Ethereum is almost $14 billion. And only since the last quarter of this year, one trend which I've been observing is that the volume of Ethereum is almost half of that of Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume. Earlier this year, it used to be less than one quarter of Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume. Now, guys, let's quickly run through the market cap. 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin and Ethereum. Now, Bitcoin's market cap is $821 billion, whereas Ethereum is $268 billion. And guys, if you look at the dominance of Bitcoin, it's needless to say, because of the hype regarding Bitcoin's spot ETF, a lot of buying and selling is going on around Bitcoin, and its dominance is 51.88%, whereas Ethereum, its dominance is 17%. Now, in today's episode, guys, I'm going to run through the NFT marketplaces. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be reading out the top 5 NFT marketplaces and I'll also read out the market share percentage so it gives us an idea which NFT marketplace is actually dominating the NFT arena. Now the number 1 is Blur and Blur's market share guys is 54.45%. Now most likely guys a lot of trading so far as NFT is concerned is taking place in Blur isn't it. The second one is OpenSea and so far as its market share is concerned it's 19.71%. The third one is Blur Aggregator and its market share is 18.86%. The fourth one guys is GEM and it accounts for 14.45%. And finally guys, X2Y2 at 1.71%. To be honest guys, I haven't tried looking at GEM. But if you have used GEM as an NFT marketplace, mention your thoughts and user experience in the comment section below. Now guys, before we look at the king of all kings, let's run through a protocol called as Hook Protocol. And the ticker symbol guys of Hook Protocol is Hook. That is H for Harry, O for Orange, O for Orange and K for Kite. And Hook Protocol, guys, is an innovative platform aiming to drive Web3 adoption by offering immersive, gamified and social learning experience. Now, so far as the founder is concerned, Hook Protocol is founded by Jason Y and Mike Y and Jess L. And the platform provides a seamless onboarding path for learners and builders through its infrastructure, academy and ecosystem. And the project guys has launched products like Wild Cash and To The Moon and they're catering to elementary and preparatory learners along with Hooked Academy Sensei for exploratory learning powered by artificial intelligence and the Hook token guys serves as a governance token in the ecosystem with utilities including community governance, gas for on-chain activities, staking incentives and access to exclusive events and NFTs and so far as the economics is concerned guys. They include a total supply of 500 million Hook tokens and they're distributed among the ecosystem, community members, team members, advisors and they also had a private sale and finally also for the community. Now if you do want to look at the breakup of it guys, you can go to CoinMarketCap and just look for Hook Protocol. Now so far as the token is concerned guys, the token sale did actually take place on Binance Launchpad. Now listen guys, Hook Platform provides tools like Hook Soulbound Tokens and hooked wallets and they're aiming to make Web3 accessible and enjoyable for Web2 users and the network is secured by Binance BNB chain. So in summary guys, if you were to ask my honest opinion, personally I'm not a fan of it but I'm pretty much sure there might be some nerds and geeks who will try to be promoting these protocols. But so far as this protocol is concerned, Hook Protocol does actually stand out by offering a fast-growing community gateway for Web3 onboarding, integrated infrastructure for business onboarding 
and a gamified social learning platform and the project guys claims that they are focusing on revolutionizing web3 education and bringing new users in web3 space personally guys i'm not a fan of it but it's going to be really interesting to see what the future of this project is now guys let's look at the king of all kings that is bitcoin and unfortunately guys the price of bitcoin has actually gone down and right now it is at 49,992 dollars and since the last 24 hours it is down by 0.47% since the last 7 days it is up by 0.62% ethereum guys is at 2,228 dollars since the last 24 hours it is mostly down by 0.23% and since the last 7 days it is mostly up by 1.09% binance bnb coin guys the price is 250 dollars now since the last 24 hours surprisingly guys the price has actually gone up at 7.89% and since the last 7 days it is up by 8.81% and to be honest guys there is so much of negative news surrounding Binance and there are also rumors and speculations regarding the end of Binance and what happened guys is that the former head of internet enforcement at the US Security and Exchange Commission John Reed Stark did issue a stock warning and he did actually suggest that the recently revealed US Department of Justice filing may mark the demands of Binance now look guys, I've covered John Reed Stark several times in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast and he does actually emphasize that the SEC's intensified legal efforts against Binance and he's definitely expressing the belief that it's inevitable for Binance plea to unravel leading to further charges against the platform, its CEO that is Sang Pang Zhao and also potentially others involved as well. Now look guys, what I'd really recommend you to do is follow John Reed on Twitter or X and he did put out a series of information so let me go ahead and share what he did say because to be honest guys this is absolutely critical not just for the cryptocurrency world but also for the finance world as well because Binance guys is facing serious threats with the Department of Justice and the Security and Exchange Commission's actions as well now so far as the Department of Justice filings is concerned what John Reed Stark did actually mention via Twitter is that the recently unsealed Department of Justice documents are shedding light on the extensive oversight of Binance and the Department of Justice's supervision involves compliance commitments and a broad compliance monitorship, signaling unprecedented scrutiny. Ghazi has also mentioned some crucial information regarding compliance and Binance must implement costly and comprehensive compliance measures covering areas like internal controls, customer relationships and anti-circumvention controls. And he's also mentioned something called his monitor oversight and what he's mentioned is that the Department of Justice's Compliance Monitor has extensive authority and reports directly to various divisions within the Department of Justice and Binance is obligated to cooperate fully, providing access to all information and resources and there's some really stark information regarding FinCEN and Consent Decree and what he mentioned via the tweet is that Binance must endure 5 years of monitoring by the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network also called as FinCEN, focusing on compliance anti-money laundering and sanctions programs and guys not only this there will be unprecedented scrutiny in the near future as well and Binance does actually face continuous scrutiny from Department of Justice and FinCEN and they would need to offer immediate access to their operation and listen guys this oversight exposes the company and its customers to constant regulatory examination and guys since the last two weeks I've also mentioned is the Security and Exchange Commission is leveraging Binance 4.3 billion dollar settlement to strengthen its own case against the exchange so the SEC is incorporating facts on the settlement into its enforcement action and challenging Binance's arguments against the lawsuit. Here's where it gets crazy guys cause Binance's plea agreement 
does actually admit to intentional actions to subvert U.S. law, including maintaining connections to U.S. and deliberately attracting U.S. customers. So look, guys, the future of Binance is definitely not looking good. And the Security and Exchange Commission did actually refute Binance's former CEO, that is CZ of Shangbang Zhao's claim of lacking sufficient U.S. contacts, citing his day-to-day control of Binance and strategic decisions related to U.S. customers. Now, at this point of time, guys, the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission does seem to be holding a strong advantage and the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission now does actually possess a wealth of evidence from Binance-related documents enhancing its position in its ongoing litigation against Binance and also the former CEO, that is CZ. Now, it's going to be really interesting to see what the future is because the extensive and unprecedented government oversight coupled with mounting evidence does actually suggest a challenging road ahead of Binance and the possibility of the plea deal collapsing and additional charges remains a looming threat for Binance and CZ. So essentially, guys, in simpler terms, Binance right now is in hot water as the Department of Justice and the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission are intensifying the actions and the government is closely watching Binance's compliance and operations and the company's attempt to navigate the scrutiny faces significant challenges and to be honest, guys, the recent legal development does paint a very tough picture for Binance's future with the potential for more legal troubles on the horizon. Now, could this mean that Binance may not survive? I really, really am not sure, guys. Now, listen, guys, this is what I think. Because Binance led to the collapse of FTX, and FTX, which was managed by notorious Sang Bankman Freed, he had strong political connections with left-leaning administration. Personally, I think they're just trying to go after CZ and Binance only because of that. What are your thoughts, guys? Mention them in the comments below. Now, apart from all these actions, guys, what happened is that earlier today, Coindesk has also reported that Binance's market share of crypto trading did actually go down to 30% in 2023, and the exchange's monthly spot volume fell to $114 billion in September from nearly $500 billion in January amidst the regulated crackdown in the US. Definitely not looking good for Binance. Now, according to the numbers, guys, provided by CC Data, Binance's market share so far in December was just 30.1% versus 55% at the start of this year. And what is a bit sad, guys, is this time is when the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and the market cap is increasing, isn't it? And a few weeks ago, guys, in my Crypto and Coffee Date podcast, I did actually talk about because of this, the volume in Bybit and Coinbase has definitely increased. Now, so far as news regarding Binance is concerned, from January to September, Binance's monthly spot volume declined by over 70% from $474 billion to $114 billion. Now, the CC data guys does know that Binance has begun to see a boost in monthly trading volumes since September, even as its market share continues to slide. So, to be honest, guys, it's going to be really interesting to see what the future of Binance is starting from 2024. And, guys, what happened just a few days ago, Binance did actually withdraw its bid for investment management license in Abu Dhabi having deemed it unnecessary to companies' global needs. Now listen guys, so far as the news regarding Abu Dhabi is concerned, it's important to know that the decision is unrelated to the exchange's legal settlement in the US, where it agreed to pay a $4.3 billion fine for violating anti-money laundering and money transmitter rules. Now look guys, from this year onwards, I've been extremely worried regarding Binance, because if you look at the price of Binance BNB coin gas, it seems way too perfect, and it does feel as though there is a central entity trying to manipulate the price of Binance BNB chain. Unfortunately, a very bad news for Binance. Now guys, let's discuss some news. And this is all the way from China. 
and China is actually launching blockchain ID verification for citizens and this is following a government directive for social media influencers to reveal their real names and China Gaza has introduced a blockchain-based platform to authenticate and verify the identities of its citizens. Now listen guys, this is absolutely scary news but if you are someone with left-leaning ideologies or fans of left-leaning administration, I'm pretty much sure you definitely like this news but news suggests this is definitely not right because it does question the freedom of speech and it does put your identity at risk as well. Now the article is actually published by a coin desk that actually states that China's Ministry of Public Security spearheaded this initiative called as Real DID with help from BSN and Gaza Real DID service launch will enable users to register and log into website anonymously using DID addresses and private keys ensuring that business data and transactions remain disconnected from personal information. Now look guys, unfortunately there are two types of blockchain. One is open blockchain and the second one is permission blockchain. In open blockchain, having a blockchain identity verification just will not work. But in case of permission blockchain, it will definitely work. But you need to understand one of the key difference between permission blockchain and open blockchain is that there is nothing called as permission blockchain. It is essentially a software. Now so far as open blockchain is concerned, you truly need to understand what the blockchain trilemma problem is. And to be honest guys, I don't see a blockchain ID verification to be implemented on an open blockchain. But let's say if you were to use zero knowledge proof, it is possible. However, there is an absolutely massive cost involved in having zero knowledge proof being implemented in an open blockchain. So what China most likely will be doing is they will be going ahead and launching a permission blockchain. Now listen guys, permission blockchain does not exist. It is just another name for a software. Now could it be possible that the government does have all of your identification with the permission blockchain and you also have central bank digital currency. It's going to be an absolutely nightmare situation. Now what is a bit sad and scary is that one of the US presidential candidate Nikki Haley which surprisingly guys is a Republican does actually share a similar plan and she's actually advocating that people should go ahead and verify their account before getting into social media and as I mentioned earlier guys left-leaning ideologies left-leaning politicians or democrats will definitely love this idea but republicans right-leaning ideologies will definitely not like the idea so it's going to be really interesting to see what nikki haley's future is as a u.s presidential candidate now listen guys if you're following u.s politics you should know that the gop debate is currently taking place and the front runners for u.s presidential election is president donald trump vivek ramaswamy nikki haley and also Christie, and look guys, unfortunately, Nikki Haley is one of the Republicans who is supported by Democratic billionaires and to be honest, her future should definitely be raising some massive alarms and concerns. So let's see how verification for social media does play out in the next coming decades. Now guys, let me briefly touch base on some news all the way from El Salvador and look guys, President Nayib Bukele did take quite a lot of heat after making Bitcoin a legal tender in El Salvador. And there were a lot of negative connotations attached to that. Now guys, he's also on the verge of launching the first ever Bitcoin bond, which is called as the Volcano Bond. And this project guys goes back to 2022. And the Volcano Bond has just received regulatory approval from Digital Asset Commission. And the bonds are expected to launch in first quarter of 2024. Now what I'd really recommend you to do is follow President Nayib Bukele on Twitter now called a sex. And he did provide a couple of different series of tweets explaining the reasons and decision making 
to go out and launch the first Bitcoin bond. So it's going to be really interesting to see if it does turn out to be a massive hit or a complete failure like making Bitcoin a legal tender. Now guys, listen, all these things being said, tomorrow, that is the 13th of December, is when the FOMC meeting is going to take place. And there is widespread speculation about whether Federal Reserve Board Chair Jerome Powell will continue to uphold the current elevated benchmark interest rate. And if he does do that, guys, I'm pretty much sure it's going to negatively impact the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Now, could it be possible that he does go and increase the interest rate hike? If that thing happens, guys, I do feel that the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will actually go down. But let's say if he decides to go and reduce the interest rate hike, I'm pretty much sure the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will definitely be heading towards the moon. And what I'd really recommend you to do is, guys, Jerome Powell does go live on YouTube. And what I've noticed, guys, three to four hours before he's going live, there's often quite a lot of moments. And the price in certain occasions, based on what mainstream media says regarding the FOMC meeting, tends to go up or tends to go down. But while he's actually live, the price tends to remain consistent for the next three to four hours. And after three to four hours, when mainstream media starts portraying the news, that is when the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency fluctuates. So keep into mind all of these three factors. So what I'd recommend you to do is if you're into trading, look at the price three to four hours before Jerome Powell is going live, while he is live, and three to four hours after he is live. And guys, listen, the mainstream media will put up a narrative which often is completely different to what Jerome Powell says. So you need to factor quite a lot of things. So those are the news guys from Krypton Coffee Date from Blockchain DXP. Now let's look at two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. And the first news guys is an article which is written by Bloomberg that does actually state that Abu Dhabi becomes attractive to cryptocurrency industry rolled by crackdown. So let me go ahead and give out some bits and pieces of information. Because guys what the article states is that Abu Dhabi is attracting crypto companies amid the US crackdown. Copper, Paxos and eToro. And eToro have expanded in Abu Dhabi for friendlier regulations. And the article also mentions that Phoenix Group has seen a significant increase of 47% after the Abu Dhabi global market debut. And the article also mentions growing partners and government policies as one of the reasons why a lot of crypto companies are attracted to Abu Dhabi. And the Abu Dhabi global market cars is the international zone where these crypto businesses are established. And Abu Dhabi global markets financial services regulatory authority does actually support digital asset innovation and gas copper did actually debut tokenized security in Abu Dhabi with ADGM and with Mobidala support as well. And Abu Dhabi's 10-year-old financial regulator is globally respected. And guys, what the article also states that Paxos did gain an in-principle approval operating under British common law. And a few days ago in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, I did elaborate on this news as well. And so far as Laser Digital is concerned, they've also chosen Abu Dhabi for its respected regulator and global consistency. And guys, so far as the beautiful Emirate of Dubai is concerned, we also have VARA that is Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority. And Dubai's VARA, guys, has more registered firms, including Binance. But recently, Binance did actually withdraw its Abu Dhabi license application. And something which I did touch base earlier on as well, when I was discussing news regarding Abu Dhabi, when I was discussing news regarding Binance, right? And guys, listen, Abu Dhabi and Dubai do enforce crypto regulations to meet global standards. Now, all these things being said, guys, U.S. crypto industry is still small compared to traditional hotspots. And some businesses do plan to have licenses in both Dubai and Abu Dhabi as well. And guys, listen, all this thing being said, Kraken, one of the oldest cryptocurrency exchange, they did decide to go ahead and leave Abu Dhabi as well. So you need to factor all the positives and the negatives of the regions as well. 
Now, so far as UAE is concerned, UAE does actually aim to exit the financial accident task force to a list, and hopefully, once that thing happens, it'll become much more easier for other companies to move to Abu Dhabi and UAE as well. And guys, finally, what the article also states is that Abu Dhabi's crypto industry grows with companies leveraging regional advantages. So definitely a good article, I guess. Now, guys, let's discuss second news. That is to do with Metaverse. And the news essentially is that Zapato's operator, Neighbor Z, is partnering with Sharjah Media City in the UAE for Metaverse. So let me go ahead and break down what this news is all about. For Sharjah Media City, guys, aims to enhance its virtual reality ecosystem with Navarzi's Metaverse expertise and the Media Accelerator Zone in Sharjah plans to provide business opportunities for global entrepreneurs in creative and media industries and metaverse cars as we know is a virtual world enabling social and economic activities using avatars requiring high-speed internet access isn't it and Zipoto cars has over 20 million monthly active users as of August of 2023 and Zapato's developer has actually collaborated with K-pop entertainment giant YG Entertainment for immersive experiences. And guys, listen, if you're following K-pop, they do have an iconic band called as Blackpink and they have done several shows in the metaverse and they're absolutely a massive hit. And guys, so far as this news is concerned, users can visit fan-centric spaces, enjoy music videos and explore virtual merchandise stores with Zapato. And Neva Z has signed an agreement on December 11th to cooperate on metaverse content and immersive technologies with Sharjah Media City. And guys, the discussion did actually include promoting Sharjah Media City on the Zapito platform and the partnership involves creating educational programs for metaverse content, production and supporting creators and startups as well. And guys, Sharjah's deputy ruler did actually visit Navazi's office in Seoul, which is in South Korea. And Zipato guys, is part of South Korea's trend of incorporating metaverse platforms in various sectors. And even South Korean convenience store chain CU manages an online store on Zipito. And guys, the global metaverse market is projected to reach $828.9 billion by 2028, according to Emerging Research. And this partnership highlights a growing global interest in metaverse technologies. Now, what are your thoughts, guys? I do think this is a positive news. And Navazi and Sharjah Media City are currently exploring potential synergies in virtual content and immersive experiences. And the collaboration does actually aim to position Sharjah as a hub for metaverse-related activities. So definitely positive news. And guys, listen, Metaverse, as we know, is a platform that continues to bridge the gap between online and offline spaces and various industries. So it's going to be really interesting to see what the future is. Now, all these things being said, guys, I do think that mainstream adoption will actually take place a little over a decade from now. So definitely positive news. So those were the news, guys, on Crypto and Coffee Date from Blockchain TXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, Drop me an email to infoblockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my other website area1271.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a faster rating, and share the word across. Now, for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, the unblockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. So, let's get started with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DXP listening to the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, 
DeFi, Metaverse. I have a question by Ryan who asks, what would happen if you don't get a Bitcoin spot ETF? To be honest, Ryan, if you do not get a Bitcoin spot ETF, let's say forever, I do feel that the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will definitely plummet. A lot of high net worthy individuals, a lot of investments will definitely be taking out the investments and I definitely do feel they would be switching the investments to let's say artificial intelligence, maybe even metaverse, I really am not sure. But to answer your question, the immediate reaction will be that the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will definitely plummet and I wouldn't be surprised if it does actually go down, let's say about well over 40%. But look, I do have this feeling that Bitcoin spot ETF will most likely be approved. At this point of time, I would say let's say 90%, but I very strongly feel, Ryan, it will not get approved by 2024 most likely in 2025 and that is only and only if we have a republican president that is president donald trump or maybe president vivek ramaswamy other than that i don't think so bitcoin spot etf will be approved i definitely don't think so bitcoin spot etf will be approved until and unless we have a left-leaning administration and gary gensler is part of a political affiliation as well so i don't think so we'll get a bitcoin spot etf by 2024 despite what mainstream media are saying now here's the interesting bit ryan there is also bitcoin having taking place that will most likely take place in the second quarter of 2024 now that in itself will definitely be pumping up the price so how i'm trying to look at it is ryan there's bitcoin spot etf which will definitely take bitcoin to a new all-time high on top of that you have bitcoin halving and i can't imagine what the impact of that will have on the price of bitcoin essentially that would mean that the supply is reduced and the demand gets increased by well over 10x or 25x and here's the interesting bit ryan all of the so-called celebrity influencers multi-billionaires early adopters will definitely be wanting the halving and bitcoin spot etf to merge because it'll take the price of bitcoin to a completely new height i really do not know what is the maximum price of bitcoin could actually eventually touch and right now the world is in absolute chaos i'm talking about geopolitical situation could be content out to be a safe haven as it was intentionally supposed to be so it's going to be really interesting to see how the narrative does actually play out but to answer your question if the bitcoin spot etf does not get approved i wouldn't be surprised if the price of bitcoin does actually plummet but well over 40 percent and along with that it'll definitely take down other cryptocurrency as well and then I do feel we'll hear some massive news regarding some exchange going completely belly up. In today's episode, we discuss so much of news regarding Binance. I wouldn't be surprised if three to four exchanges or other cryptocurrencies or stable coins goes completely belly up. So we'll definitely have to just wait and see. So definitely an excellent question, Ryan. And that's about all guys from the Ask Me Anything season blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to unfairblockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating, and share the word across. And remember, guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8:30 a.m. we have crypto and coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, metaverse, and other series of episodes under crypto and coffee at 8 works. We usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact on the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs. 
DeFi, Metaverse, and what you're listening to right now is the Ask Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse. So thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a nice one. Bye-bye.